0: Ding dong. This is Fat Guy Loves Cake with Joey and I hope you're tuning in to episode number 2 because you liked episode number 1. I definitely got more to talk about, so if you'll keep me on for the next 20 to 30 minutes, I promise not to bore you. Are you ready to get started, Arnold? Yeah. Yeah, all right, good. I am always happy to have you on. Yes. So <laughs> I uh I went to Houston recently. I, that's where I grew up. Was in Houston. Uh, and there was this place that used to be open down in the Montrose Westheimer area. Now, if you're unfamiliar with Houston, Texas, the Montrose Westheimer area is the second biggest gay population in America, only to San Francisco. And it's a, it's a very interesting part of town. It's a lot of shops, a lot of bars, um, a lot of thongs, a lot of men dressed like women, and there's some great places to eat. There's a place called Charlie's. Uh, but anyway, down by this historic club that used to be there called Numbers, there was a place called Diner's News. And when I was growing up, most of, whenever I went by there, I mean, not, when I say went by there, I mean, because this is downtown. I didn't live downtown. But whenever I happened to be there with my parents and we drove by it, I always thought it was like a a 24-hour newsstand. Big old sign, Diner's News. And when I became around the age of being able to drive and my friends were all driving and we all would leave our suburbs to go to downtown Houston to find something interesting and crazy to do, uh, we happened to find out that Diner's News was in fact not a 24-hour newsstand but in fact was a, uh, 24-hour porno store. And not just porno, but, um, you know, all the fun things that go with porn. Oh, graphic stuff, like toys and, um, outfits and, uh, rooms. You know, the kind that were the name mopper" probably originated. And, uh... You know, now that I think about it, we used to go down there. We were like 16. Would you have to be 18 to go into something like that? I never once asked us for ID, and we went all the time once we found out what it was. And we didn't go in there to buy anything. We went in there just for the kicks, you know, like to read the boxes. You know, like imagine Blockbuster. Okay, I don't know if anybody listening even knows what the fuck a Blockbuster is. But, see, back in the golden days of television, There used to be this place called Blockbuster, and you could go and you could rent these things called VCR tapes. Now, imagine they're like DVDs. Oh, you don't know what a DVD is? Okay. Well, imagine I magically squeezed your computer and out popped a little disc that looked like an Xbox game. And then before that, I squeezed that disc and out popped a gigantic plastic rectangular tape that you could record stuff on and off again. Well, that's how movies used to be sold, and that was the only way, well, with the exception of Laserdisc, and uh, yeah, that was a great joke that the Japanese played on us. So this store was bigger than a blockbuster. Back when blockbusters were around, everybody would go on the weekend, Friday night, Saturday night, man, they were packed, you know, and they'd have a hundred copies of the same movie because everybody was going to try and get it. And they had these insane prices and these even more insane uh, return policies. Like, if you, God help you, if you ever lost, you know, your copy of fucking whatever, you know, like, let's say the newest, you know, hottest movie had just come out at the time. I don't know what the hell. Oh, like Ghostbusters, okay? It was like 1985, comes out. And then you somehow, somehow lose the tape. Because this actually happened. I've lost VCR tapes. I don't know how, but you go back to the store and Blockbuster would charge your ass $150 to replace it. And, you know, then you'd go, well, okay, fuck, I'll just buy the movie then. And they go, no, no, no. we have to bake up for all the money we would have made off of that tape if you hadn't lost it, you know. Fuck Blockbuster. There's a reason that they're no longer in business, okay? You gotta know this. Anyone who was around during their horrible reign over the, you know, movie rental industry knows these motherfuckers, like, you got Netflix today, and you have Netflix to thank for Blockbuster being dethroned, because when Netflix came around, and they were doing mail order, and they decided, like... Okay, we're going to do mail order. And everyone at Blockbuster was like, bad idea. We don't want anything to do with that. And Netflix was like, we're telling you, bro, this is the wave of the future. You know, mail order and then uh, streaming services. And Blockbuster was like, we stand by our VCR tapes and our outlandish prices. We dare you to go to someone else. And everyone did. Everyone said, yeah, suck it, Blockbuster. And they went fucking bankrupt so fast. And I was glad to see them go. So anyway, I got a little sidetracked there. Back to Diner's News. Diner's News is this porno store, and it's got just miles and miles of these uh shelves of porno tapes. I'll never forget the first one I ever picked up. It was one thousand and one cum shots uh you know facials and uh and then I looked on the back of the box and the box said that it was twenty-eight minutes long. And I was I remember I did the math at the time. Hold on, let me open my calculator. It was so you've got twenty-eight minutes no wait, you got one thousand and one people getting hit in the face with a cum shot divided by twenty eight minutes. That's that's thirty five point seventy five nuts to the face per minute. All right, so that's literally one two. Uh, okay, it's in two seconds. So one two. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> and that's 28 minutes of it. You're just gonna you're just sitting there watching splash after splash after splash, and 28 minutes may not sound like a long time, but I bet it pretty. It it's pretty fucking long when you're watching cum shots to the face, especially when they're, you know, happening that fast. So, yeah, 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 see Arnold knows, uh, so we went down there this one time. I was with my friend Spencer and his wife, Stacy, and uh we had gone we had gone down to Montrose with the sole point of it being that we were going to uh go to the porn store we God, this is i you know, I don't even know why I decided to tell this story but I'm gonna, my girlfriend at the time, and I, okay, this was my first real girlfriend, like, you know, the one where you're having sex on the reg, and, like, I was, you know, 16 years old, and so sex was lasting, uh, not very long, and I was young, and it was full of hormones, so anyway, we went down there, and, uh, and I was going to go shopping for some um, stuff that could help me last longer. And Spencer was going down there to, <laughs> to find some stuff to uh, to make it easier to put it in his wife's butt. God, I hope neither one of them ever listened to this. So, um, so we hit Diner's News. And Diner's News has got... This stuff that's called anal ease, and you know Spencer at this point, like him and Stacy have been together for fucking ever, and so he's just like so stoked on the idea of getting to do it in her ass, and so we're this whole trip is like he's like a kid going to the freaking like Toys R Us, you know, like he can't he can't contain his glee on this thirty minute drive to downtown. We get down there, we park. He's he's practically running. You know he crawled, he jaywalked, he he fell down. I remember he had this backpack on with all these buttons. He fell down while he was running because he had these big ass fucking pants on. This was long before Jinkos. This was these were like skateboarding pants, like fuck jeans, and they had these huge legs and they were all ripped on the sides. And he ate shit and he f- flew through the air and he landed on his backpack which had all these punk rock band buttons on the back and he i swear to god he slid across the road that he was running across and sparks were flying out from under him that is a true fucking story we get to diner's news he goes right to the the glass case and he's like that right there i want the anal uh, the anal ease right there i didn't know it was anal ease and i didn't know what that's what it was called until we got there so he's like yeah right there the anal ease the cherry flavored anal ease He said, I want that right there. So he he buys his analese, and so that's that's that. We, you know, we've completed with that section of the night. I and, well, the rest of us walk down to the Walgreens, which is a couple blocks back towards Westheimer, and I go in and I tell my girlfriend, whose name I'm not going to say, I tell her, I said, okay, wait for me here. I'm going to go in and I'm going to look for some stuff. So what I'm looking for is, uh, you know, um, something with a, I guess a numbing effect and I go into the Walgreens and it's, it's so fucking busy. You know, I mean, it's like, it's, it's just literally on the corner of Westheimer at Montrose. Anyone from Houston knows exactly where I'm talking about. Very, very busy. Uh, part of town, Taco Cabana right there. there is a uh, big record store. Uh, Charlie's diner is a, is a pool hall. And it just gets busier the farther down you go. It's where they run the annual Gay Pride Parade. It will If you ever hear about it in Houston, it marches down this street. And uh, so I go in there and I find the stuff, you know, having a hard time, lasting, whatever. I don't remember what the shit was called, but it was only like $5, which in 1992 was like $50. But I, I, there were so many people in line and I was so fucking embarrassed to buy it. I was like, no way, I can't do this. I cannot do this. So I decide for the first time in my life that I'm going to shoplift, and this thing, this this, it's it's just hanging on a rack with a bunch of other stuff in this in the condom section, and I decide that I'm going to steal it. It's it's no bigger than a thing, a chapstick, you know, in a box with a with with a a a cardboard backing to it that it's hanging on the wall. So I'm looking around. There's two lines of people and they're really long. So I pocketed, and I begin to make my way out of the Walgreens. Well, wouldn't you fucking know that every one of these little things of Soft Peter, they had put those stickers that set off alarms. They had jammed them inside this tiny little box of $5 don't come stuff, and I set the alarm off when I walked through, and I... Freaked out, and I took off running through the stuff, and then I just gave up. And the man, because the manager was chasing me the whole time, and I was like, "Where, where am I gonna go? Like, what if I lose?" This is before cell phones existed, you know. Like, unless you were, you know, Zach from Saved by the Bell, you didn't have a fucking cell phone in 1992. So I was like, "Fuck it, man!" You know. The manager walked me back in, took me to the back of the Walgreens, and he. <laughs> he took my picture with a Polaroid camera uh, for you millennials. That's a camera that takes pictures instantly and then feeds them out to you. He, t- he takes my picture and he goes over to the wall and he hangs it up. And I see where he hangs it is like hundreds of other pictures of people just like me in the same spot of the office with their shoulders slumped down, looking like a mugshot because they just got busted shoplifting. And he pins my picture to the fucking wall with all these people who look like, oh my god, like sunken eyeballs and dirty fucking faces and nasty, greasy hair, just street people. And here I am, this clean-cut 16-year-old white kid from the suburbs and he pins my picture up there and I'm so fucking embarrassed not even because of that so much as because of what I got caught taking and the manager says to me if you come back again you'll be arrested and then he lets me go i was i was just in such i mean i could imagine it'd be like like being on stage and like shitting your pants you know but worse this man not only caught me stealing but he caught me stealing something that meant i couldn't have sex like, uh, like someone who's good at sex. I I I come out of the store and I go back to my friends and I tell Spencer and Stacy and my girlfriend what happened and they think it's the funniest fucking thing in the world. And why shouldn't they? It's embarrassing to me. I didn't go to jail. It's a good story to laugh about, but at the time, you know, now I'm like not only does is this a problem that me and my girlfriend know about, but now my best friend and his wife And the manager of Walgreens and probably everyone that he works with, he's going to tell this nice little story to, knows that Joey can't last more than a few seconds when he has sex. So we start walking around Montrose and Spencer is, you know, just, you know, we're all happy and we're, I guess we're going to get coffee. And I I said, uh, I I said, Spencer, let me see that, that uh, stuff you got. So I'm reading it, you know, in the box, anal ease. I To this day, I can't find any, but I found pictures of it on Google, uh, cherry-flavored. You know, so I, you know, at the time, I was 16, but I'm like, why, why, why would anyone want it to be flavored? You know, it's not like you're going to get your mouth on it. You know, and then I, I grow up, and I find out, like, half of my friends always are like, oh, I'll eat ass, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, man, you people, you put your tongue in there, that's the... It's the most, why don't you just lick a toilet while you're at it? You think you think that's sexy? You know, my ex-girlfriends used to take shits all the time, and I couldn't be around them for days. Anyway, so I, I said, why? What, cherry flavored. I said, I wonder what it tastes like. Then Spencer says, well, you know, why don't you try it? And I, I'm like, well, yeah, okay, sure. I mean, pff, we'll see if it really is cherry flavored. So I, I pop the bottle open. And it's like the size of a small toothpaste bottle, and I I unscrew the cap, and I don't just like put a dab of it on my finger, you know, and put it to my tongue. No, I take the tube and I put it in my mouth, and I squeeze this motherfucker. I mean, I just I shoot the biggest gob of it into my mouth and smacking on it. It's cherry flavored. It is. It is cherry flavored. Not too bad of a cherry flavor at that. And then my mouth starts to go really, really numb, and I'm talking to Spencer, and I said, "Well, I said there's, there's something wrong. I something wrong with my mouth. I can't feel my lips, and I'm trying to tell him." And just, I'm drooling all over the fucking sidewalk, and he looks at the at the bottle, and in the ingredients it says Novocaine. <laughs> Something I had neglected to do was read the ingredients. And if for some reason you don't know what Novocaine is, it's what dentists use to numb your mouth so you can't feel your teeth getting pulled. And I just shot a fistful of this into my mouth and just swished it all around in my gums and tongue. And it took forever to wear off we went to Charlie's to get some breakfast and I couldn't drink I I kept trying to use my straw and it was shooting out of the sides of my mouth I would put food in my mouth and I couldn't tell if it was there I was so afraid I was gonna choke because I would like inhale the food I didn't know was in my mouth and uh yeah Finally, it wore off and we went home and we had some pretty good stories to talk about for the next couple of weeks. And that was a fun night. And I got to say that if I had an infinite amount of time to sit here and tell stories like this, they would all be this good or better. Because this is the life I've led. This is, these are the things I've experienced. These are This is a tame story. All right, well, I've hit the 20-minute mark, and I'm trying to keep it around there. So I hope you enjoyed the show. I will be back again soon. And the uh, uh, shows are always going to be posted Mondays and Thursdays mornings. Actually, they'll be at night the night before. So when you get up and you're heading to work, 6 a.m., 7 a.m., you get on your Spotify or your YouTube and you put me on. You can reach me at Cake at yahoo.com one word fat guy loves cake at yahoo.com if you want to send me any emails with a suggestion for something for me to talk about because believe me if you have some questions about anything or you want to hear a story about anything i guarantee you i've been there i've done that or i'm willing to talk about it for a good half hour so with that being said i'll see you guys at the next show